Greetings, ghouls. Okay, so to bring it to a weird tangent in a tangent within a tangent. Skewed into this tangent. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are fans of the dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I am Mike. I'm Jeremy. How you doing, bro? Doing good. Doing good. So we uh, just went to the uh, the Menton Santa Parade, and I gotta say, it was pretty fucking awesome. Like, uh, kind of made me teary eyed. They have a whole parade, and they light the tree, and there's fireworks and the kids just had a great time and it just seems so magical yeah i mean it's, it's definitely nice it's funny like as we get older christmas is just i mean it, it it is what it is obviously i enjoy christmas i enjoy being with my family but having like a young child like our, our daughters are the same age and seeing how excited they get for Christmas, like, the, the, do you guys do the Elf on the Shelf? Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I've got some funny, yeah. funny, funny pictures. I'll, I'll uh, show you some of our elves. So she, she got she got so, so excited. You know, she's, oh, my God, like, she named her Elf Fiona. So she, she's like, oh, Fiona's coming tomorrow. She actually asked to go to bed early. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we, we've got we've got Ellen Elvin. Oh, nice. Yeah. Couple couple little bastards. Actually, uh, I don't know if you uh, heard while I was going to the bathroom, the alarm that went off. That was the alarm. I, I was going to get a beer. It, it, my alarm is called Move It. So we oh, so we <laughs> move the elves. <laughs> uh, Susan puts a note in her sock drawer when she gets her clothes ready for like the next day. Yeah, it's no. like, don't forget to move the elf. <laughs> but I think it's on our ceiling fan right now. Nice. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna just jump right into this one. So, top five. When snow is coming down, and driving sucks, obviously driving in the snow. One of the the most I don't even know where I'm going. I love to listen to the Shining theme. If I have to drive through snow, you know the theme. I know the theme. So that's where I'm going. 1980, The Shining, which could also be 1977's The Shining, if it was the novel. What'll it be? I'm awfully glad you asked me that, Lloyd, because I just happen to have two 20s and two 10s right here in my wallet. I was afraid they were going to be here until next April. So here's what. You slip me a bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. You can do that, can't you, Lloyd? Not too busy, are you? <laughs> the Shining. You all know The Shining. I don't really have to break it down. Yeah, I mean, we, we've mentioned that a few times in our movies, moving lists. 
obviously not one of Stephen King's favorite movie adaptations. I Actually, he believe fucking he, hates the movie. Like he picketed, <laughs> like he was like protesting the movie. Um, yeah, but that that yeah. being said, this is one of the first, or not the first, but like this is one of the horror movies that I saw before I should have seen it that my mom showed me. Um, so it really hits home. I didn't read the book till way after. Uh, obviously different. Um, definitely hits different. But uh, love, love it. And like I said, the theme song, when it's like snowing really hard and I have to drive either to work or home from work and it's like a blizzard, I love listening to the theme. Like, you know, I just, all right, that's cool. So it is, it's, it's fun. It, it, it could have been my number one. But it was way too obvious, so number five. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so my number five, this one I almost skipped over this movie because I'm like, eh, this looks kind of yeah. Avalanche Sharks. Yes. No. Oh, no. But I went with 2013's The Colony. The Colony. With uh. Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Bill Paxton, Kevin Zegers, and Charlotte Sullivan. Now, as I start, I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a try. Because who doesn't love Lawrence Fishburne? Actually, and Bill Paxton, great, great fucking actor. We love Larry and Billy. So I gave it a try. So two th- in 2045, like humans built these weather machines to help control global warming. And well, one of them broke down or a bunch of them broke down and one day it started snowing and it just never stopped like for years and years and years and years it never stopped like so the whole entire like earth is covered in snow that's a problem that's a big problem so like it begins like they have these bunkers they're called colonies and they're you know there's they're spread out there's communication to each one that you're like local to so in the beginning of the movie, you have this guy who comes out and he's coughing and hacking and Bill Paxton is his character. Mason has to you know give them a choice if you're if you're sick or if you test positive to whatever sickness that they have, you either have to take a walk and freeze to death or you take a bullet. But either way, you can't stay there. Like, you know, you don't have to go home, but you, you know, you got what, what if you take a bullet for a walk? No, you, you might be able to. I don't know. These are the questions you got to ask, I guess. Can I have a third option? But it was just funny because, like, as I'm watching it, I'm going, holy shit. I'm like, this is fucking frozen COVID. Because, like, literally, because you, if you start to show symptoms of being sick, they have to send you into this. Void like sector and you and you quarantine for you know ever whatever, however many forever many <laughs> forever, days. Forever. They give you medication, but like if you don't get better, then you have to take a test. And if you test positive, and then like there's people wearing masks around them and stuff. I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking now. Yeah, so like it might without at, the at my work, it's like uh, I think you have till January fourth if you're not vaccinated, you're fired. Oh wow. Yeah, so a lot of people that didn't want to get vaccinated are being vaccinated, and uh, yeah, that's a thing that's happening. 
And, and yeah, obviously yeah. not just my job, but like many jobs. Like a lot of people are like walking out saying, fuck that. And I can't imagine walking out on a job. Like, especially if you're the one that provides for your family. Yeah, dude. That, that's a pickle. It is a pickle. But anyway, so we're going to get back to this movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so the colony is led by uh, Briggs, played by Lawrence Fishburne. And essentially, they're trying to call to Colony 5, I believe it is. And they're getting no answers. So they send like a rescue party over there to come find out they're all dead. They're all dead except for one guy who's locked up in a room um, hiding from crazy cannibal people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so they realize, well, maybe we can't really, you know, help you so much. So they're like, we need to go. And the cannibals follow him back to their home in Colony 7, I think, maybe. Um, And then, yeah, so I... It's a battle against these crazy. They, uh, I believe, Briggs or Lawrence Fishburne called them ferals. Uh, I guess uh, so. That. I don't know. Yeah, feral, I don't, feral humans. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know if like there were these people. They got sick. Like the sickness that these uh, we saw at the beginning. They never really touched on it, and they just you know became cannibalistic. Or if they're just cannibals because they're just trying to survive because it's fucking cold out or and, maybe because you know, humans taste the good alright here it tastes like chicken my number four winter break so bunch of assholes basically hanging out as assholes tend to do they kind of gravitate towards one another so picture a big big giant group of assholes they want a snowmobile I think I've mentioned this before, didn't I? You might have. Yeah, like uh, my friends want to go snowmobiling. So we're going snowmobiling. And we're going to a cabin. Starts to snow. Oh, man. The storm's coming down. We weren't expecting the storm to be this thick. A lot of snow. And we just took a wrong turn. Motherfucker even says it. He's like, I think he took a wrong turn. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, he said it. He said wrong turn. Wrong turn for bloody beginning. Leonardo DiCaprio, like, uh, meme where he's like pointing at the TV. He's like, oh, he said it. <laughs> yeah, exactly how it is. Uh, this movie, it's, uh, there's no Oscar winners here, but it's super fun. And I'm telling you, the kills, some of these kills are over the top. Insanely awesome. Uh, we did a best kills episode uh, a while back. And a bunch of them that didn't make it were from this movie. I only didn't put them on my, my list because I didn't see this movie yet. But some of these fucking kills are so good. Uh, you also learn the difference between sanitarium and sanatorium. What's the yeah. difference? What is the difference? There's actually no difference. Oh, <laughs> it's, okay. it's a stupid fucking English word. 
<laughs> well, but they make a big deal. Oh, it's a sanitarium. It's a sanitarium. Uh, but like, really, there's no difference. And uh, so, basically, three inbred mutants get found in the middle of the wilderness. They get called the hillbillies because of where they were found, and they ate their parents. Aww. It's not hundred percent that they ate their parents, but it's like. 99.9%. We're pretty sure they ate their parents. So they go to the sanatorium and um, this this chick, it, it's kind of like a Hannibal thing. Um, you know, Clarice going through and uh, she gets her hair pulled. So, oh, I didn't tell you. You have to walk in between the yellow line. Why wouldn't you say that? This is a safety concern. Like, don't walk next to the cages. You thought? You know, I read a funny story the other day where this guy in the Philippines was at, like, I don't know if it was like some sort of animal zoo or whatever park. And he decided to jump over the fence and take a selfie with what he thought was a fake crocodile. <laughs> I like where this is going. It wasn't a fake crocodile. How'd the selfie turn out? I'm not 100% sure, but they were able to sew his arm back on, which is good. Nice, 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 nice. Basically, uh, the hillbillies escape, and 29 years later, people, uh, you know, show up at the sanitarium and they uh, take refuge there for the night. And they think it's going to be a safe place to weather the storm, but they didn't know that the storm is within. Definitely a good movie. Wicked fun movie. I love the wrong turn series. Uh I mean there's there's a couple there's a couple in there that are like I don't, I don't know that one's fun. Wrong turn two well, is fun, probably my favorite. Uh, yeah. The new Wrong Turn, the uh, remake. Yeah. Love it. Nice. So my number four, I couldn't leave this off the list. I know you, you said you're not going to go Christmas. Well, I mean, my first entry was from Christmas. This is true. But anyway, I have to go 1984 Gremlins. How do you not go with Gremlins? I mean... Guy wants to get his his kid a present, so he gets him a mogwai. And, you know, there's only three simple rules. I mean, we've beaten this movie to death, and I'm pretty sure most people listening to this know what this movie is. I mean, just it's just Christmas fun. I still want to know why snow doesn't make the multiply. I probably actually, because it, it was on, it was funny. We were talking about this movie today. And I was flipping through the channels like, oh, what Gremlins is on. Um, but yeah, like, why? Why said the same thing? Why doesn't snow make them multiply? It's fucking water. It's frozen. So they, it's fucking they go water. they go through the snow and they go inside. The snow melts. It turns to water. What? I mean, didn't didn't they make like a snow hot tub or something like that? Like in one of the scenes or something. I don't know, but instead of a hundred gremlins, there should probably be thousands 
they're like walking around Bedford Falls. There's snow everywhere. Yeah, they yeah, they no, they I, did out of the choir. What, what do they call that? What do you call that when you when you go around <laughs> house to house? What, what's that called? Caroling. Caroling. They weren't caroling in the snow. They did. That was awfully nice of them to bring Christmas cheer to each doorstep. If nothing, they were cheerful. They were cheerful. Well, I mean, classic movie. You can't not watch it this time of year or any time of year. Mm. I relegate Gremlins to, to Christmas. Yeah, but if it's on... Uh, Gremlins, if it's on Gremlins G- 2, I can watch any time of year. Gremlins 1? Nope. I'm sorry, but if it's on in the middle Phoebe of Phoebe Kate's her speech. That hits you in the feels, man. That's a Christmas. This is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie, but I can still watch it any time of year. Yeah, a lot of people can watch Die Hard any time of year. I don't want to be that guy, but, you know, Christmas movies. Somebody, um, did you see this? It was a picture of, like, somebody made an advent calendar, and each day you pull out a floor, and Hans Gruber falls a little bit more each each time you pull a thing out. It's not Christmas Here. until Hans Gruber falls. It's true. Very true. R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah. Great, great role. uh, Wicked funny uh, sidebar. He didn't know when he was going to fall. They just let, they were like, okay, three, two, go. And they dropped him. That's his face, his surprise to face is because he wasn't ready yet. That's, I mean, that's the best way to do it, really. When, When I went skydiving, the guy... Who I was attached to, he was like, he's like, all right. And he goes, we're going to go out backwards because, first of all, I don't want you to see the ground and have any second thoughts. And second of all, he goes, he goes, I'm going to count to five. We're going to count down from five and we're going to go. So, sounds good. He's like, all right, five, four. And then we backflipped out of the friggin' <laughs> airplane. I'm like, Yo, what in three, two, one. Although I will say one of the best experiences of my life. Something I want to do, but something I'm very scared to do. It was actually my wedding gift. <laughs> she expected you to hit the ground. <laughs> okay. Number three. Climax. <laughs> do I have to? Like, no. What? 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 What do you? 2018. So, the movie opens, uh, it's kind of a overshot, and you see a woman kind of stumbling through the snow. She's starting to trip. There's a trail of blood. She falls over. She's crying, and she ends up making sad snow angels. This is what it looks like. Boom! Climax. So... What this is, is a dance troupe. They're having a huge show, but before their huge show, they're having a huge celebration in this random... Are you okay? Hiccup. Do you need to scare you? Boom! So they need... uh, They're doing like a big rehearsal slash celebration in this random 
studio in the middle of nowhere. And there's a bunch of sangria. Everyone's enjoying the sangria. And then we find out the sangria is laced with LSD. Oh, no. Uh, who, who spiked it with acid? And the further we go into the movie, like, it's such a great movie. Like, the music's so cool. Like, the dancing's so cool. Because, obviously, it's a dance troupe. So, like, they're doing all these crazy cool dances. And the further we go into the movie, you don't know who's fucked up. And they're interviewing each dancer. And you're trying to figure out who's the person that might have spiked the sangria. And then... Who's the evil person that might want to kill people? Super fun. Kind of sexy. When I say kind of sexy, it's kind of very horny. It's a horny movie. It's awesome. Horny movies are good. Horny. So my number three? Is that what it is? Three? I don't know, but don't spike your sangria with acid. I will try not to. My sangria is only spiked with Shrooms. So my number three, I went with a movie from 2020. The Lodge. Oh, The Lodge, you say. Yeah, directed by Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala, I believe it is. Uh, starring Riley Keough, Jaden Martell, and Liam McHugh. These kids, their their parents are are separated and they go to the father's house for for whatever reason. But anyway, the husband tells the wife, Laura, who's played by Alicia Silverstone, that he's going to marry his now girlfriend and we need to speed up the, the, the divorce process, which she apparently wasn't ready for because she goes into the other room. Now, could you say she wasn't ready because she was Clueless. Oh. But anyway, so she goes into the other room, grabs a big gulp of wine, and blows her head off. Wait, what? This is all in the first like ten minutes of the movie. Oh, yeah. So crap. she goes like she she has a gun in her purse, and she literally shoots herself like in like her estranged husband's like house. So six months go by and, you know, the kids are going to see the father. I think it was Thanksgiving time. And they're like, hey, we're going to go up to the lodge. I want you to meet Grace. And, you know, she wants to meet you guys. And they're like, like, fuck her. Like, this is all her fault. Mom's dead because, like, she sucks. And, you know, she has a cult past where her father was a cult leader and Essentially, she's the sole survivor of a mass suicide. So she's kind of fucked in the head. And this whole time, like he goes he goes back to the city. Like after they get to the lodge, this is supposed to take place in Massachusetts. He goes back to the city and he essentially leaves them with her. And it's just like pick on your stepmother kind of like like issues thing. Like they basically like ignore her and they're like, you know, what the fuck is going on? After one night, like they fall asleep in the living room with they have like a little gas heater in the middle of the floor, all their stuff is gone. 
like everything is gone and then like the kids like stuff is all gone and the kids they're they're worried that because it was like carbon monoxide poisoning that like i think we're dead kind of thing and like she's having these nightmares about her father and like this whole mass suicide thing and the, the movie goes from one extreme to the next and i mean the the twist call it a twist but anyway like the at the end holy shit like there's a lot of work that went into this plot i guess and it's a great movie it's one that kind of is near and dear to my heart i don't want to say in case some people are listening but it's a great fucking movie great psychological thriller the movie was obviously based on heaven's gate because the number of people that were killed in their mass suicide was the same number uh 39 uh rally keogh who plays grace the the new girlfriend her dad actually played her cult leader dad in the movie so i thought that was pretty cool too nice uh so yeah so uh lace up your nikes and check out that one so my number two kind of gets me in the feels because it's kind of about like your first love so think back when you, you first had that that feeling where there was another person that was very important to you and you fell in love let me in Ah, you went with the new one. Yes. I love this movie. Was this the first time you saw it? Yes. And I loved it right away. It's really good. Actually, if if you get a chance to see um, the original, if you can get past the subtitles, I'm telling you, man, check it out. Uh, I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, one thing I did want to say this movie kind of reminded me of was a Snickers commercial. Because you're not you when you're hangry. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, it, it's wicked sweet. You have this kid that's bullied. Like, poor kid. He meets the girl. She kind of builds up his confidence. And uh, Casey Jones from Ninja Turtles, he's in this. He plays... Yeah, he's credit. Elias Cotis. Elias Cotis. He's credited as the policeman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got uh, horror babe uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. She plays a two hundred and twelve year old vampire. Well, well, we don't know how old she is, but we can only assume she's at least two hundred years old from from some shit that she says. Uh, basically, it's bullies and bad haircuts, uh, a lot of Morse code. Got to really yeah. shout out to the Morse code that they did. Real Morse code. At the end, uh, she taps out high and he taps out in XO, like, you know, hugs and kisses. Like, very cute. Love it. I uh, I really enjoyed it. And the, the whole bully thing uh, really struck home because... I mean, that's a huge thing that's happening now. I mean, it's been happening forever. There's always been bullies. I mean, I've been bullied. Uh, Jeremy said he's uh, superhuman, so he was never bullied. No one ever bullied. Yeah, no, okay. no one ever bullied yeah, right. Jeremy. Uh, yeah, but, you okay. know, I, I was bullied as a child, and I overcame that and 
having to see your children get bullied and and how you overcome that like that i don't i love this movie yeah i i feel like the the bullying in the original is a lot worse than what was in like the remake these motherfuckers almost drowned this kid <sighs> okay you know what? I haven't seen the original, so I, I I can't say shit. But these motherfuckers almost drowned this kid. Yeah, I, I, it, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen the remake, but I don't know. When I was watching the the original today, rewatching it, I'm just going, "Oh my god!" Like it, it's it's incredible, really. But all I would like to yeah. say is, it's good to have a vampire as a friend. It is. But but that be, that being said, it's good to have friends because. A good friend will stick up for you. And yes, they can't like, you know, jump from the top of a telephone pole and, you know, rip someone's head off. But uh, a good friend will stick up for you. And uh, I think everyone out uh, uh, listening, be a good friend. Be a friend to your friends. And uh, that's, that's it. I agree. Rip someone's head off for your friend. <laughs> But either way, check out both both versions of that movie. Definitely worth it. Let us in. Well, let the right one in. Let us in. That's fine. All right, so my number two... I recuse you! <laughs> my number two... In the movie, we're going to go back to 1982. However, in real life, we're going to go 2011. Those are two different dates. <laughs> two different days, two different years. We are going to the prequel of 1982's The Thing. The Thing. Is that like a half? Wow, that's a is that... fucking bold pick from Jeremy. Wow. A lot of people. I really enjoyed this. A lot of people are tweeting me right now saying, fuck Jeremy. I can't believe he picked this movie. Wow. Nobody's tweeting you at the moment. I guarantee you. Oh no! It was Jenna uh, texting me if if I still want the uh, the spring roll. <laughs> but anyway, I I really liked. It's not a remake. I mean, obviously, it's, I mean, a, prequel. it's, it's a prequel. It's a prequel. I really enjoyed it. Mary Elizabeth Winstead who plays Kate. Most people our age would know her from Sky High when we were Death Proof. When Death Proof too, yes. Uh, directed by I, you know what? I'm not even going to try to say his name because I can't. Eric Olson from not another was it not another teen movie that he was in? He was in a lot of like weird shit, and all of a sudden now he's like in a like a serious movie. Uh, Christopher Hivju from Game of Thrones. He was one of the wildlings. Did you not watch Game of Thrones? I did. Okay, the big redheaded dude who was into the big chick. Oh yeah. I love that, that guy. guy. He's hilarious. But anyway, I mean, essentially, the the movie almost follows the 1982 movie. Like, the events are kind of similar, except for, like, the beginning, where, you know, this Norwegian research team uncovers an alien spacecraft. And I want to say this is more closer to the 1950-51, I think, the thing from another world, where they actually discover the spacecraft. And we have Kate Lloyd, who's recruited by Dr. Xander Halverson, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the like the set, like I guess they had the 1982 movie on 
like on set so they could recreate like that research center like to the T, which I thought was phenomenal. So you have like, Sam, Derek, Griggs, Edvard, uh, Julia, Carl, Jonas, Henrik, Colin, Peter, Lars, and Lars's dog. The only thing that I have a problem with this movie is they did a lot of practical effects that they ended up not using, and they went CGI, yeah. even though they did the practical effects. And you can see some behind-the-scenes uh, footage with the practical effects, and they were so good. So, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, I know. Great movie. Uh, I, I did enjoy this movie. I'm not going to lie. I really, I, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I mean, they 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 find like, you know, they find the alien from the spacecraft and like a burst from like the ice block, I believe after like, you know, they took a sample from it. But, you know, like, like I said, like they follow kind of the same stuff. They do the blood test. Although I don't remember, did they do like the fillings test in the, the original, uh, 1982 one? I, I don't really remember. But anyway, I mean, it was... I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really well done. Um, they wrote Kate's character to be similar to like Ellen Ripley, which was pretty cool. You know, it just it it, it was fun, and I love the whole like group, like the foreshadowing where they they play the Men at Work song. Who can it be now? Yeah, like in the middle of the thing, but <laughs> middle of the thing, middle of the thing. <laughs> okay, but yeah, no, I I really I really liked it. Here we go. Drum roll, please. My number one. Number one. Frozen. So it's a beautiful story of two princesses, a snowman, <laughs> an idiot, and his reindeer. No, no, I'm just kidding. Frozen from Adam Green. So this is a story of another winter break where it's three friends. It's a, a guy and his girl and the third wheel. They go snowboarding and they end up on the top of a ski lift and they're there, stuck for the holiday weekend. And basically, that's it. I think they were stuck there for more than the holiday weekend. Well, I mean... They closed. I, I'm pretty sure they, they closed on a Sunday and they're like, fuck, we're here, stuck for here for five days. Well, I mean, two days would have been too long. I'm sure one day was too long. I mean, yeah, the, the, the chick's face was like frozen to the pole. She like ripped her face off. Oh, my God. Like, so not like a slasher, like exciting action movie. If you're looking to that, it's a it's a slow burn. But I wouldn't say slow burn. It's a slow freeze. Um, but great, great movie. And cameos from Adam Green and Joe Lynch on the ski lift. The bitchy people in the cart behind them. Yeah. I really <laughs> enjoyed this movie. Um, I did too. So much fun. And have you ever been on a snow lift? I I don't go skiing. I hate I hate it. I don't like the cold. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a skier, so. But I've been on I, I've been on a ski lift, you know, into the you know you smoke smoke some weed while you're you're getting pulled up. But this, I mean, I can do that on the porch. Yeah, I'm the one who'll just like sit at the lodge and just drink. Yeah, that's way better. But yeah, when we decided when we decided on 
this uh, tangent. This was actually the first movie I watched. Nice. But anyway, so my number one. Number one. Oh! Elsa and Anna. And Olaf. And Kristoff. And Marshmallow. (laughs) It was the first movie I watched. And I knew the second I watched it, it was my number one. Oh, my God. So what do we do? Is this drink just a, a regular drink or do we like double drink? Like this doesn't happen often. This is a double number one. Yeah, I think it's only happened one other time. What did we do then? We drank a lot. Sweet. Drank. Ah. Yeah, as I mean, you just went over the whole thing. Sean Ashmore, Emma Bell, Kevin Zeggers, who is also in the colony. Sean Ashmore's brother, Aaron, was in the Thaw. Uh, Sean Ashmore also, he was in the uh, the X-Men, uh, original X-Men trilogy. His character name was Joe Lynch. Ah. And Kevin, Kevin Ziggers' character was also a nod to another one of Adam Green's friends, Spooky Dan Walker. Who doesn't know a Spooky Dan? Uh, anyway, so yeah, as you just said, winter break on Mount Holliston. It was supposed to be, you know, a guy's weekend, Joe and Dan, but Dan brought his, you know, invited his girlfriend along and they don't have enough money for a ski lift. So they bribed this guy, Jason, I believe it was, to let him on the lift for 50 bucks. So they go up. Now, the first time up, like the lift stops and they're like, what the fuck? And this is where like Adam Green and Joe Lynch are behind them bitching and moaning. And, you know, things starts up again. But as like the place is getting ready to close, like, oh, we just want to go up one more time, one more time. And they get the guy to let him up. And then he leaves because he's pissed because he has to work like next weekend or something like that and gets his new guy. And he was like, oh, there's three more coming down. Like, as soon as they're done, like, you know, shut shit off. And Kane Hodder, Kane Hodder cameo right here. Yeah. So as they're stuck up there, he's the guy because there's a snowstorm coming in, you know, he's the guy plowing, like, the hill. And, of course, right before he gets there, they're like, ah, come back. He's like, okay. And they're, like, throwing shit at him. Yeah, th- this one, it, 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 it hits you in the feels, because you're like, what do you do? Like, do, do you sit there? Like, you're far enough away that you don't want to jump, but then at the same time, you're close enough, you're like, eh, could we make it? Yeah, it, it definitely uh, has that what would I do? And you don't know what you would do. And that, that's what I love about horror movies because so many people are like, Ooh, what I would do. No. No. Shut the fuck up because you'd probably be a bitch. But in this situation, like if you jump, like you might break your fucking legs up. You know, you might oh, land damn. softly in the snow. Who knows? And yeah, if if I could offer any advice after watching this movie, just head first, head first. Don't let it go. Let it go, let it go. Break your fucking legs with the wolves. That was horrible. He's like, are you okay? He's like, no, I see my bone. <laughs> are you okay? No! 
Ah, such a good movie. Such a good movie. Like I said, first first time I saw it, I'm like, that's my number one. Yeah. And not because he's a local guy. That being said, he's a local guy. Mount Halston, not a real mountain. Halston, no. actual town in Massachusetts. Yeah, this was filmed in Utah. Utah. Never been. Oh, also, I guess like the when the last chair came through, there was a voice that's like, oh, last chair is through. Yeah, that was D. Snyder. Ha! Nice. D. Snyder, also uh, from the show Halston. Hmm. And then, I guess, in Hatchet 2, like there was like a news thing on the TV about the events from this movie. That was pretty cool, too. A lot of Easter eggs. Just saying. Uh, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. But before, you can check us out. We are on Instagram, Fans of the Dead Podcast. Check out our website, fansofthedead.com. Check out our episodes. Check out Mike laughing at me right at this moment. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you can follow us on. (laughs) On Twitter, at fansofthedead1. Fans of the Dead Podcast at gmail.com. You want to give us a shout out or bitch at us or give us a suggestion for a future episode. That's where you can do that. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Get some French fried potatoes. French fried potatoes. Fans of the Dead on YouTube. You want to watch some of our videos? We got videos. We redo some stuff. Uh, it's like moving pictures. Uh, yeah, so we're also on the Prescribed Films Podcast Network. Please check us out there. <laughs> we're out there for now. <laughs> Maybe not next episode. Who knows? We could get fired. Uh, check out all the shows uh, that are available on that network. Uh, the PFPN. That's the second time that Mike has snorted. I, I believe that's a, that that's just telling us that we need to go. Have fun. Be safe. Peace. Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.